0: Hello and welcome back to The Twenty One Podcast, a podcast where world views are discussed through a biblical mindset. I'm your host, Oluwato Mubani, and thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I am so excited about this episode because I have a very special guest joining me and we're going to be having a conversation about how God transforms sinners into saints especially those who have struggled with sexual sin. So my guest is a talented podcaster. He has his own podcast album called You Are Light. He creates content on Instagram. He teaches branding and he's also into real estate and so much more. And in my personal opinion, he's just an all-round pleasant person. So you're so welcome to the podcast today. He's none other than Victor Opa. You're welcome, Victor.
1: Thank you very much. <laughs> Good day, everyone. That's been <laughs> Thank you for having
0: Thank you for honoring the invitation once again. I know you have a busy schedule.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: nice nice. nice
0: yes so i don't think i did a very good job introducing you i don't know if there's anything you feel like the listeners should know about you as well that you would like to add Amazing.
1: amazingly i think you did a very good job because <laughs> i did not even expect that it was going to happen <laughs> i mean victor is my name and i am an amateur. so every other, <laughs> <laughs> every other aspect of me would be probably what you get to know along that's all right i like when we start reeling really out all of this, he has been to America and gone to Egypt. I don't understand <laughs> it.
2: <laughs> but then
0: yeah, it is it. Okay. So it's a little bit about Victor Over, and we're going to be getting into the conversation now. Okay, so we're going to be talking about how God transforms sinners into saints. And it never really stops to amaze me how, especially when I think about like my own self and like my own story. Like if someone had told me when I was 15, 14, that I told me you're going to be one, mommy Gio, <laughs> you're going to be all on fire for the Lord. I probably would have laughed and been like, that's crazy because I was the mm. last person that anyone would ever even consider who would take God seriously and everything. And we can see that all through the Bible, you know, there was Saul who turned into Paul. So many yeah. people that were, like, literally crazy. And then the next thing, they're doing great things for God's kingdom. And they're literally, like, God's chief general. thing. So it was last year, I think it was December 30th. And I just really felt led to do this, but spe- um, specifically in the area of people who have struggled with sexual sin. I've never really shared mm-hmm. my story before, so this will probably be, like, the first time. But that was like Mm -hmm. me, like from as early as I can remember, I really struggled with that, you know, watching like all these really inappropriate movies from a young age, reading Mm -hmm. books that a child of six, seven, eight, nine, ten should not be reading, you know, masturbation and all of that. And I just flashed back. It was on that December 30th and I just came like to where I am. I'm like, wow. And now I'm Mm -hmm. like a saint, you know, someone who is like. I can't even watch movies that are rated 80 these days. So it's like, mm. how did I get to this point? And how can I also share with others how they can get to that point? But we're going to be yeah. looking at it from your perspective, Victor. So I don't know. Can you share your own struggles with that? How you um, come from a sinner into a saint?
1: Okay. I'm trying to process my line of thought so that I would start from okay. the case where everybody can actually um, vibrate. But well, you can okay. hear me, yeah? Yes, I can. Uh, I think that one of the... Um, and I just got this line of thought. That was not too long. It's probably like last week. I was having a conversation with Roberta Adora and it came to mind. It came to mind how that, you know, we have always pushed this narrative of. Encounters uh when Jesus Christ enters your dream or mm. when Jesus Christ enters your view, you know, and then maybe your roof opens and then you see heaven from your bed. Right? <laughs> and yeah, you feel to see how that you struggling with sin, any mm. kind of sin, and you have Jesus walk with you mm.
2: through
1: that process. That's an encounter.
0: Yes. Or that-
1: maybe you you are you were the first person who ever tasted wealth in your family like real money this time. Mm. like you come from a long line of poverty and you can trace your wealth to your relationship with god
2: yeah that's
1: an encounter because Mm. i I think that the point of encounters is really going from point a to point b and being aware of the transition process right so down to my story, I think like it all started um um so I was a border, and yeah. I was in I was in GSS one at the time. Mm. I was I, I was always neat. I was very intelligent. The only disadvantage is that I was stubborn. However, <laughs> I think this I think being stubborn was more like it was the attraction. Like right? I mean, when you see a child that is stubborn, the first thing is he does not know book. That's why he's stubborn. Mm then you and then you open my book and you see how fine my handwriting, you see how, you see how how well I'm doing with my grades. then it doesn't balance and then you're like
2: yeah.
1: yes, you are this type. what's your problem do <laughs> you get and yeah. I think that sort of like attracted my seniors and mm-hmm. there was this particular Ghanaian senior a name that was particularly drawn to me
2: mm-hmm. and
1: you know, we 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 that experience also taught me that we all have our diverse way of expressing what we call love. Yeah. Like the expression of God's love was sent His Son to come die for us. The expression of your father's love could be buy you a Yeah.
2: The
1: expression of your friend of your friend's love could be introduce you to another friend.
2: Mm. Right.
1: But the, but the expression of her love that time was to, you know, kiss me. We. Had sex in swimming pools. We mm. had sex in bed. We that was an expression of what she called love at the time.
0: What she, yeah, what and she believed was love. What she
1: believed was yeah. love. Really, yeah. And this was Jesus one, Jesus two.
0: Oh my gosh, uh, that's yeah, really really young. Wow.
1: I tell you, I think I'm a little bit of Jesus three too. And so for some reason she did not entirely like. She did not leave the school when she was. In she did not like her, her transition out of the school in SS3 was not like really quick. I think mm-hmm. she had like um certificate issues and, and that. So she I think she stayed for an extra term. And that was why it could span for Jesus one, just as 2 JS, a little bit of just as three. So um and then she left the school, right? So when she left, I I mean, I had become a badass at the time when it came to sex. So I mm-hmm. was literally looking for a partner that could sort of like match up to what I had shared with mm. and I was not seen. Every other every other baby in my class was like, just like this one's not too They don't really know stuff yeah. And I think that was when I sort of now dived into masturbation at the time. Mm. And I feel like um one of the one of the most one of the powerful tools that the enemy has um is when he makes you when he makes you fall without any other person involved. Like mm-hmm. you know, the devil can sort of like deposit sin within you. So yeah. you have the capacity to sort of like force sin. You don't need any other person. That's even more. Exactly. If, they, if they if they put you alone in the room, you will still not please God with your life. Because <sighs> the sin is indwelling. It is not from <laughs> it, doesn't have any other influence. I mean, some people still some people some people are still deluded by porn and they don't entirely they don't masturbate at all they just want Mm -hmm. to see, you know to give them that level of arousal and i want to
0: just sorry i want to just jump in here about the worst thing that we have in this generation you know so many of us like young people growing up like myself is that we were exposed to these things too too young And it's like you're exposed to something that is highly addictive and then Mm. you can't stop it. And you keep on looking for how to fill this thing up. And it's something that we were never meant to handle at that age. Mm. You are are Mm. literally children. And then you put, the devil is just putting on children of this generation, of this like animal that can be your Mm. um, uh, sexual feelings. It's literally something that be tamed and really only an adult can do that and so children these mm-hmm. days have to start working that house and it's just so heartbreaking so
1: you know so yeah you know, sorry for cutting i mean like i i i feel that so now at this level of in at, at this level of knowing that i am right now i i feel like it's an advantage and it is advantage at the same time so i can't entirely tell maybe it is in the video or or a podcast where I shared this, how that being a child, that thing that they told you not to touch, that's what you are interested in touching. It's just like in nature. So um, I think, like, now coming to my own level of knowledge and self awareness, where well, I think it's, it's a an, it, it disadvantage and advantage at the same time, how that these experiences come when we were really young. Mm. So Somebody who, somebody who is twenty-five, for example, I'm twenty-five. If if somebody who is twenty-five falls into masturbation and is addicted with it, wow! Do you know how how long it might take that person to recover? As compared to when somebody is probably seven. Now I'm not saying there's anyone that's better. I'm just saying yeah. that as as a child, as we as we grow our level of self awareness increases. Right.
2: Mm.
1: And for me I'm very keen on I'm very keen on understanding that these things these things are not just what we think it is. Right. These things have they have underlining spiritual in you know exactly on, on, on us. And
2: exactly. the
1: the one of the very core principles of what the enemy tries to do is to make you see yourself lesser than how God sees you. Yeah. And if he gives you an art that you can consistently do that brings you down every 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 single day until you do not even look like the image God has once we created
2: exactly.
0: Like,
1: right. So yeah, I, I have just come to understand that as much as as much as we tend to see it like like you know, these things happen, Jesus what's more important is aligning with that you know, pattern that God has really set for you as you were growing up. Mm. So I I could remember that the time when I was when I was really big on masturbating and all. I so I had already known oh, that's the funny thing here. Yeah. So I was born and brought up in church, which means like <laughs> my dad is a pastor.
2: <laughs>
1: yes. Yeah. So which sort of like does not correlate at all. Right? Exactly. I could remember one time in June twelve when I wanted to go spend my offering money on biscuits and sweets. I was crossing back the other. I was crossing back and I got hit by a bike and I fell inside of the gutter. Oh right. And I was seeing oh I was seeing everything I went to buy, the sweets, the biscuits, the um, the coaster and the splash and wickles. It was all crushed on the floor. Mm. And for the first time, like that was when I heard the voice of God for the first time. And he said, Your father might not see you, your mother might not see you, but I am your first father and my eyes are always on you.
0: Right. Wow,
1: now you, you, it's funny how that even in the midst of hearing this voice of God, I still was that bad guy, right? Mm-hmm. That's why I i have come to realize that sometimes immediately we begin to align with God, it is your spirit that is giving birth to again. However, your soul and your body has to catch up with your spirit
0: exactly. That's, <laughs> That's where why the when comes in.
1: I'm telling you, that's why when people say, "Oh, I stopped this thing for a week, and I found myself going back to it," I tell Mm -hmm. the person that, "Look, the power that this, the power that that addiction had in your life for the past ten years, it's
0: it's not going to go away in a week."
1: (laughs) You you know, it's not going to go. Okay, the funny thing is, it's not going to go away in a week. But more profound is, immediately you told yourself that you turned back the power of that 10 years has sort of, like, died on the instant. Mm. However, it died to your spirit. It did not die to your body. Anymore. Wow. Wow. Right? So, your body and your soul will heal it by the help of the spirit. Because it's,
2: wow. see,
1: it is, it is, the day you fall again, it is actually new to your spirit. Hmm. I tell you immediately you fall again after you have like sort of like committed that that relationship with God. It is new to your spirit. And I wow. think that like, if a lot of people can understand this process, they would even like have a sense of being a victor quicker
0: yes.
1: than feeling like they are demoralized and unable to go through this process.
0: Uh, you're saying so much, Victor. Sorry, I just have to <laughs> and what you're saying is so true. Because I remember all those years, as you said, you yeah. were raised in a church. I too grew up in a church. I remember my mom every Sunday we go to one redeemed church like this. And I always yeah. knew within me, even at that early age, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten to my teens, that this is wrong. Obviously we know yeah. it's wrong because why do we do it in secrets? Why do we always want to make sure nobody walks in on us? So I always Mm. knew it was wrong. And even after I did it, I would always feel like so dirty and everything. And every time I would answer the altar call and I'd always be like, okay, this is the last time I'm going to do it. This is the last time. So it was Mm. obvious that my spirit already was rejecting this thing. But because I didn't know how to translate what my spirit was trying to get to me into my
2: mind into my body
0: that's why i kept over and over and over again it was i think maybe 16 15 that i finally Mm. said enough and Mm. it's been seven years since last time i did that so i just had to add that because that's so true what you're saying
1: because the the funny the funny thing here is how that i mean the bible says in the book of romans chapter 8 it says, mm. if the same spirit that raised Christ up from the grave is in you, I don't see what that spirit cannot do.
2: Mm. I think that was what
1: Paul was trying to preach. Paul was saying, look, I mean, if Christ was dead, I, you know, you, you also have to come to understand that Christ did a lot of things on the earth. But yeah. immediately Christ died. He himself had, he did not have the audacity to raise himself off. On.
0: Exactly. He really was
1: literally dead. He was dead. <laughs> Right, it was the Holy Spirit that came and Mm -hmm. raised him up from the grave, right? Because when you understand that your spirit has already quickened, your spirit has quickened, it has actually gone further, you know, and your mind and your body is what needs to heal from that. Mm -hmm. And you know, the, the, the the funny thing is a lot of people don't see it as a spiritual stuff. So you want to use motivation. <laughs>
0: What's using motivational speech?
1: That <laughs> yeah, that's right. You want to use motivational speaking to oh say something God. that ah, oh. uh, it has run deep. Do <laughs> And you think by it is by determination. Your it will crush your determination. It will crush your willpower. It will crush your motivation. You will not even be inspired. And you know, we now live. We, it, it's now that our society is now even becoming extremely self-aware. It's yes. Now that our yeah. society is now becoming emotionally intelligent, we i mean, we were, I mean, we're born—we we're born and brought up in places where if they told you to do it three days fast, <laughs> and on the first day you're already giving one type of fish, your mommy will not even send you. <laughs> there's no, ah, uh, my baby. Oh yeah, sorry. There's no palm <laughs> to him, There's no because they did not have that. Not like they did not care for you, but yeah, for them, yeah, the vision yeah. was more important than your feeling.
2: Yeah. But now we are in a yeah.
1: society where the feeling is as important as the vision, right? Yep. So
0: yep.
1: now there's more, there's a sense of awareness, right? There's a sense of spiritual awakening where mm. we don't just mm. let people, we don't just see people as odd. Now we can even be talking about it. There was a time when people were dying with things like this. this and you could not even talk yeah. about it because who do you even want to tell, right? <laughs> how, do to, how do you want to process that? You know that, I, that, that. How do you want to process that area of your life to someone else?
0: Mm. How do you want
1: to communicate it?
0: I remember that always telling when I was younger that I'm going to take this thing to the grave. Like when I had already like stopped doing this, that I'm never ever going to tell anybody about this. Yeah. And like, look at me now, making <laughs> a whole forecast about this, because I feel exactly. like this things, is why they thrive in secrecy, and that's what the yeah. devil uses.
1: Yeah. This is, this is why I also sort of like said like, it's important that you understand that a, a chunk of it is also to your advantage. But mm. it has to come. Maybe there's a reason why it came very early. Mm. So I'll, I'll, I'll tell you one of the things I've come to. I learned something yesterday. Sorry, last year. I learned something mm. about tribes, tribes and people in the kingdom. Wouldn't it shock you how that? Bishop Depo is really great, Pastor Dewey is really great, and yet we still have people who have not given their lives to Christ. Mm. <laughs> right? Like you have people who go under the administration and then they do other call, and yet those guys are not coming out. I have come to realize that, you see, in this kingdom, there are certain people that have been called to you. Your life is what attracts them.
0: So immediately wow.
1: they hear the sound wow. of your voice. I tell you, immediately they hear the sound of your voice because they belong to your tribe. They will follow you to God.
0: That's so true, right?
1: That's why. That's why God has to. God would not raise just one man. He would raise exactly multiples of men in different phases, in different spheres, right? relate so, to
0: different people's perspectives.
1: Exactly. So your your story is a tool for God's kingdom. Your mm-hmm. what happens to you did not just happen because God wanted it to happen. It did not just happen because it would. Have, it will make your story more beautiful. It happened because it's a tool, right? God needs that God needs that dimension of your life to shed light to other people. Yes. Especially when you when you navigated it with him. Right? Mm. So yeah, I think I, I think that that's like a picture of you know how how mine panned out and how I sort of like got very aware of what was what was happening at the time. Yeah. Okay. I I I feel like yeah, that's like majorly how how mine went on.
0: So what you're saying is that you became aware of what you were doing, and you were trying yeah. to find a way to get free from it.
1: Yeah. Because the funny thing is, you you have to understand that we are first of all spirit beings. Yes. Right. Which means immediately you commit something that negates the spirit, your own spirit. You would you would know. Mm, right.
2: Yeah, Over exactly, time you
1: exactly. would know. And as, as I began to grow up, I realized that with, does this, if, you know, just like you have said, and, you know, I, I think I still want to hamper on that fact that mm-hmm. stuff like this would thrive on secrecy. Mm-hmm. right? So immediately he gives you something that, immediately the enemy gives you something that you can, you can perform for yourself without the help of anybody mm-hmm. outside of any other person's influence. That's, that's even more powerful that's even more powerful if you remember i think part of this is when you remember david's david's story yes. every other person had wow. gone for war and he was in the bank and he just enjoying himself and then he saw Bathsheba. this was outside any other person david could have choose to actually look away but yeah. because the tendency the tendency of that scene was inward right it was more inward at the end of the day you would find out you realize that it wasn't even about Bathsheba. if it was another woman that was what david was still going to do
0: are you serious? Right. Ah, that's a
1: thing. Because at the time, I mean, at the time when David died, when David was close to death, they had to bring another woman to just stay with
2: him. Yeah, a young, a
0: young lady. Virgin,
1: do you understand? To just stay by his side. They came the next morning and the baby was still a the virgin, they said, ah, David has gone. Oh. <laughs> you know, that was how deep David was when it came to stuff like that. So yeah, I feel like, I, I, I feel like, yeah, that's, like, that's, like, basically the point. Like, you have to be very aware to even come to understand yeah. that there are, okay. there are, okay. there is, it's a within problem, mm-hmm. not entirely what is outside.
0: Okay. So, what would you tell someone who is now aware of their sexual sin and is yeah. really trying desperately to stop this and to get free from this? What exactly would you tell them to do?
1: Okay, so, I wrote, I wrote, I wrote, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay, amazing. So I wrote down three things. I just hope that I'll just be able to just touch on them. So, the first thing I'd, I'd like to share so, it's, this is another amazing thing. I have learned that our stories are different, mm. right? So, what worked for me might not entirely work for you.
2: True.
1: Right. True. So, But what True. is key is being able to share the principles.
2: I the feel like, the, yeah, exactly.
1: the principles, there are some things, I mean, I tell people that principles are, um, they are, they are secrets that undermine the potency of life's challenges, so which mm. means, even if it is in London, this will still work for you, if yeah. you have access to it, right, so, because there are many factors that might differ the story, for example, time, for somebody who has done it for over 15 years and you are still, and you you, are, you probably got free after five years, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it would it would take a lot of time for you. It means that the person needs to go three times the effort of yours,
2: right? Mm-hmm. But
1: one, one thing that I, I saw that was very key was boundaries. Mm-hmm.
0: So, okay, boundaries.
1: Yeah, so one of the things I, I like to tell people that I made a video. I went. I went for administration one time for a spoken word when God told me to share my story. That was the first time I shared that story. I. I, not, I mean, after that, then it was the podcast album. Mm. So, I. I. I noted that because you, and when you when you note down boundaries, then you have to let someone else be aware of those boundaries you have set for yourself. Mm. I usually say that the first thing is giving telling somebody and like letting somebody know what is going on with you. But I've also come to uh, realize that
0: that's hard for yeah, people to do. <laughs> yeah, it's very
1: hard. It's very hard. And, and 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 this is why this is why, like I said, we live in a society where um where almost everybody is now that we are just getting emotionally aware. Yeah. Right. So one thing I tell people is this look for people that have the solution to the problem you are suffering from. Mm,
2: don't look okay. don't look
1: for people that are necessarily close to you. Mm. Don't look for people that are necessarily your family.
0: Exactly.
1: Be, be, you, can't, you cannot be sentimental about something that can kill you.
0: Mm.
1: I tell you. You cannot be sentimental about something that can kill you. So I I I tell people I'm going to be going on a live by 5 p.m. and I think that I'm saying some of the things I might share. When you see somebody that has the solution to what you're looking out for, don't just go straight to the person and buzz the person and say, <laughs> um, "Come and help me with this." Blah blah blah. Let the person be aware of you, right? Okay. So if it, if it is social media stuff, you can reach out to the person. You know, oh, I just followed you. Start commenting on their work, liking. Mm-hmm. Until you okay. are aware that, that they have your attention. So when I mean have your attention, which means that they might not necessarily come and tell you now, message you that okay, what's your problem? No, but mm-hmm. you see them like they might like your comment, they yeah. might like your post, they might. But you will just see them bounce back at your at your offer of at your offer of love, right? Mm-hmm. So when you see that that okay, you have gotten to this level then you can ask them that question. Then you can ask them if they have that opportunity to actually share, you know, to have your time, Okay. right? If you don't have anybody that has gone through masturbation in your family, I don't Mm -hmm. think you should be telling anybody.
0: Because they can't help you. They
1: can't even help you. Do you understand? Like, we are so sentimental about help because we want somebody that will pamper us. And the truth is, if if they do not understand your your problem, they can't put you through the right path, Mm. right? So it's always key to follow the person who has gone through that path. It's and who has overcome
0: it. I who cannot overcome,
1: overcome it. Who have overcome it understand. as well. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. It, it, will, it will save you stress. So once you find that type of person, then you set boundaries according to who you know you have become through that problem. Mm. So there are some people who, just by seeing somebody who is whose body is extremely exposed, Yep. They are already
2: aroused.
1: Yep. Yeah. Do you get? There are some people who, if they are alone, they are already aroused. There are some people who, you know, like they are just like different, different, I, different. How that,
2: that,
1: Yeah. Yeah. So there are people who have like different, different, um, different things that support these things. In yeah. Life, right. So you would set boundaries if, according true, to, yeah, yeah triggers according to the knowledge of who you are of who you of who that thing has made you become over time mm. so you set those boundaries according to those things right not according to other people's problem no yes. you know yourself, right and just okay. like you said i think you mentioned something about having conversations with yourself
0: yes you would
1: you would need to have conversations with yourself you even need to get a journal right mm. there are days where even though even though those boundaries you have set and you just find yourself in, in that space where it looks as if if you don't do it that day, you will die. <laughs> if it looks as if you don't call that lady to come over, you will die, right? That's when you now have to journal. And I tell you, those those times are really powerful. When you go back and read those things you wrote at those times of pain, it will give mm. you so much strength. <laughs> it will give you so much strength that you begin to hate that activity.
0: Yes.
1: I tell you.
2: Right. Okay.
0: So real quick, I want to pause here and do a recap. So the first thing that someone struggling with this can do is to go and with someone who has overcome this problem, first of all, there's no point going to read your sister or or your auntie or anything. And they might just, you know, probably scold you or turn it into something else. You need to find yeah. someone who can actually help you, who has the empathy for that. And thankfully, and these days, the there are more and more people... The spirit of the Lord
1: words. will lift up his standard against him, right? That standard is his word. That standard is Christ, right? So you, you... And you also need to understand. So this is very amazing. And I think I just got this now. The, the word of God is living, Right, the word of God is alive. Right, the word is not just like a written letter. The word is actually um, somebody. Right, mm. the word is a living. It's a living person, in the person of Christ. Right. Yes. So if Christ died, and came back to life, I don't think there's anything dead <laughs> in your life that. Mm. He cannot transform back to life mm. if you study his person.
2: Wow! I think that's just like
1: that's just like that's um, an amazing um,
2: statement. And
1: yeah, that's I, I think that is a powerful. It's um it's an amazing concept, right? Yeah. So you are studying the life of somebody who died and got back to life, which means mm. that I mean, mm. masturbation in itself is a form of death. It is see, sin,
0: sin is sin death. That
1: position, right? Sin is death in itself. Mm. So when you give yourself to somebody who ex- who went there and came back with mm. a full life, it means that you know the funny thing is just like the Bible says, like we behold. Mm. When you mm-hmm. when you give yourself to His Word, you are shedding off parts of that, of that um of that activity. In yes,
0: your, and you're in your soul
1: in your body and you are changed. So. I the last point is going to be called it's going to be called from the word. Okay. So you would need you would need an assignment. So the funny thing is this when you when you have something that is so profound to pursue you with your life, I think that I think that there are some things you would look at and just shake your head and just move fast on.
2: Hmm.
1: It was it was my small that made this um this. Um this analogy where he said if you know who you are, you would know who you are not. Right? Wow. So which means if you know who you are, you would know what is meant for you and you would know what is not meant for you. Hmm. If, for example, after I drop after we are done with this record, I just got get a call from the white house from the White House <laughs> that Jobidin is my father. Oh. Ah. <laughs> Immediately, immediately, immediately you know they will even send me tickets, they send me flights, they'll send me everything. Do you know that before you would talk to me, it might take a while, maybe like two weeks. When I'm now settled, as when I'm settled as Victor Bidding, I might now call you. You understand? Because instantly my life has changed. Yeah. And at that moment, at that moment. There are some things that, you, that would not be addressed or there are some things that would not be known with me anymore. Mm. So I feel that one of the things, again, where we fail to understand, we fail to understand the place of assignment and purpose. And it's, because most, and it's because assignment and purpose will most of the time come from the word. When you have something to pursue, when you have something to pursue, you won't give in to some things. You won't give in mm. to temptation. I tell you. When you have something to pursue, you won't give in to temptation. I'm not saying you would not be human because a lot of people, oh, a lot so of us, we, we sort of like we sort of like equal, we sort of like um compare being woman being human with temptations.
2: Hmm.
1: Well, hmm. being human also means being wise enough to know that this thing is going to kill me and I would not partake of it.
0: Exactly.
1: Yet. So I'm coming to understand that you because purpose you wouldn't understand why that thing is happening to you and why you need to heal as fast as possible mm. because there are a lot of people who you need to put thoughts like down, their, down that, their hole
0: you can't afford you know? to be messing around with this anymore
1: i'm telling you i mean like at the end of the day you come to realize that there are a lot of people who you need to put your thoughts down their hole so that you mm-hmm. will bring them out mm-hmm. of that same pit. But mm-hmm. if you are not if you have not if you have not saved yourself, you cannot save them. You can't exactly. save a million or that,
2: yeah. Right?
1: So yeah. I think the word, the word, would naturally give you an assignment. And mm-hmm. once you get busy with that assignment, you would even forget where you have been coming from.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? That's why, that's why relationships are very powerful. And a lot of people don't understand that God actually wants to be your friend.
2: Mm-hmm. Wow. Well.
1: I don't know wow. if some people have gotten to that. I don't know if I, if you have gotten to that point where God would actually tell you that this person, be friends with this person.
0: Yes. And this person,
1: don't be friends with this person. Yeah,
0: that's been happening to me a lot. I feel, <laughs>
1: like, I feel like it is because God is your own friend. That is why he knows who would be your friend better and who so hmm.
0: not.
1: So when we, when we give ourselves to the word, we are literally allowing God lead us through the path that he wants us to go and because he is such an amazing person he's just an he's such an amazing god i don't think he would want you to die in that addiction for a long time yeah
0: i I don't think so i don't
1: think he would (laughs) yeah i don't think so i mean i don't think that he would want to keep you he would want to make you a slave sexual to sex Mm -hmm.
2: because
1: because those things are very they 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 only they are very they are a very small part of our lives. Yeah.
0: And we yeah. cannot
1: afford the small part of our lives to matter over the main things. Exactly.
0: That it now becomes this obsession and it's like you're missing out on the, the true purpose. Yeah, and, and the fun- if you're just becoming Before, a slave, really.
1: Yeah. The funny thing about that is no matter how many times you do it, you would know that this is not what you are supposed to be doing.
0: Exactly.
1: Yeah. So I have, I have, at the end of the day, I have, one of the things that I literally used to tell people is to understand that it is an attack on your spirit more than an attack on your body or your soul.
2: Mm-hmm. And if it
1: is attacking your spirit, it because it does not want you to attain a certain level of spirituality. Wow. So the the best solution is to attack addiction with spirituality. Don't be motivational about it. Don't be don't be determined. Determination will crush.
2: <laughs> drop <him. laughs> drop him.
1: I'm sorry. just drop motivation and tackle it head on right tackle yeah. it head on because yeah. you will see that people who who suffer from these things they are only they are only spiritually um how do I put it now they are only sound when it comes to activity
0: mm. you know you can be passing
1: through all of these things but you are still very big on church yes
0: definitely
1: you are still very big on service but you know, you know that what is called spiritual depth. you know that what is called your relationship with God, yeah. actually like, it, it, it's a facade.
2: Yeah. Right?
1: So what is key for me is understanding first of all that it is an attack on your spirit yeah. and that yeah. that's the level at which you would have to take your battle to.
2: Mm,
0: and I'd because like to the, do you, do you jump in here, please.
2: Yeah, um, I remember
0: down. John Biver, um, part, um, he writes books and he speaks and he struggled with porn while he yeah. was still speaking married with children and everything he went to um leicester to pray for him he continued to struggle with it and he said that the day he got free from it was when he realized that what he was doing was actually affecting his relationship with god it wasn't yeah. binding or casting it wasn't anything it was mm. um having a revelation that this is keeping me from god and then somebody mm. else we all know her a light. light's she actually did a um a youtube video about her own story of how she overcame um, masturbation and porn and she said it happened when she got a revelation of one scripture um that scripture that says um for you have died and your life is hidden in christ she said Mm. that from that moment on she was like wait what you mean i'm dead (laughs) Mm. so it's like you just need what like what victor is saying it's the word these things are spirits you can't tackle them with your flesh your flesh is useless. That's why Jesus yes. literally had to die. It's useless. Mm. It's the anointing that breaks the yoke. It's the spirit that gives life. The flesh profits nothing. And you shall mm. know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. So if you're tackling mm. this thing, you need to get spiritual, and you need to get spiritual fast.
1: Yeah, and the funny thing is, you know how beautiful the word is? Relationship Relationship will make what the scripture that Made sense to this person and made her stop and made her mm. become mm. so much light. Would mm. be different mm. from what makes you free.
0: Mm. Exactly. I tell you,
1: God. God can use in the beginning was the word and the word was God <laughs> to shatter all your to shatter all your addiction <laughs> problem. I tell you, the revelation you just get from that place would just literally shut it off,
2: right? Mm-hmm.
1: And another thing I'd like to say is this: the more the more vocal you are about it,
2: mm. you know, so.
1: There, there's there's a level you get to maybe you know within yourself that you are you are you are being spiritual about it and it wasn't like before and you are feeling very free immediately mm-hmm. you begin to feel very free it's time for you to begin to put word out there
2: mm-hmm. that God has,
1: like, he has freed you sorry
2: yes right yeah.
1: Because um, it's also it's also it's also the power of the tongue. Mm. The more you declare it that I was once like this, but I am not like this anymore. The,
2: the, power the of word
1: tongue. I'm telling you the word in itself that you have spoken will create a barricade around that addiction. Mm. Because you are no longer talking like a slave, you are talking like someone who is free and you are preaching the word of that issue. You are not you are not you are not struggling right so a lot of people a lot of people would get they will feel free they know that they are not they are like they are not at the level they were before but what keeps them in that place is they keep mute about it
2: Mm. right
1: So i think it's very key that once you feel that you have been touched once you feel that you are free it's important for you to like really share you know i'm not saying that you should go and open a youtube channel and tell the whole world about it well, it's always important that you, you, you talk about your freedom yeah. I tell you talk about your freedom even if, you, even if probably you know that somebody else is facing through that problem and you, and you feel like because at the end of the day how you know you, you are free is you will just feel like right because all of yeah. these things are yeah. burdened.
0: They, they are, are burden.
1: right are, so yeah, today okay. it, it goes off your shoulder. well
0: that's amazing so that's um the two last points is the power of the word of God and also the power of sharing your testimony. I really know that somebody has definitely gotten something from this and even me myself, I can't wait to listen to this again because this was really powerful. So um before we close out, Victor, can you tell us how many years it's been since you know you've been working out your victory over these things? I
1: think I got out of I got out of secondary school in 2014.
0: Okay.
1: This has so it stopped everything stopped in 2015, which means seven. Years.
0: seven. Oh, that's yeah. so cool! It's been seven years for me as well. Thank we, God. I, this
1: is the first time I'm calculating it but I didn't want to.
0: Wow. Do that, but,
1: and I just <laughs> turned back. I never. I, I mean, never looked back. I, now. I, I never looked back. So I wasn't even conscious of. It
0: so that's Weird. an encouragement for someone that's listening um, to this today it could be you as well, it starts with a week it starts with a month and then next yeah. week it's been 7 years since I ever even thought, had that thought and you get to yeah. this point where you'd actually rather die than to even touch mm-hmm. yourself inappropriately so yeah. before we close out I'd like for you to please pray for our listeners and whoever might be struggling with this
1: alright Father and God, we thank you for such an amazing moment today. Father, you said in your word that there is, nothing, there is nothing new that has not been done before time. Mm-hmm. There is a reason why you have orchestrated this moment. If I didn't know to today before now, I would have mm-hmm. You sort of like have set the time so appropriately just for the listener that's currently listening. No matter how gentle this prayer is, I know Father Lord God you have said something in your heart. I know O Lord God that you have you have you have orchestrated this meeting even before time. Father, that's what you have decided for this young person, boy, for this girl, for this man, woman. I pray, oh Lord God, that you would see it through in the minds
0: Amen. The
1: Bible says in that book of Romans that same spirit that you Jesus Christ out of the place that is resident in us. If that spirit is not in them, Father, we decree and we declare that let there be a ruling upon their spirit yours in their minds, Amen. Father, we all know, we all know that Samson was a weak man. Samson was not a strong. What made Samson strong was that your spirit always came upon him. Your spirit came upon him at the right time. We decree and we declare, oh God, that every time when these ones will eat, feel what they feel, those give projections for them to fall and fall again, the spirit will come upon them and give them strength in their mighty. Amen. I decree and I declare that may they find hope and light in place where everything is dark in their mighty Jesus Thank you, Lord God, because we know you have that in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: amen. 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 Thank you so so much, Victor Oba. This was amazing. I'm really blessed, and I'm sure everyone else is as well. Um, can you please let them know where they can connect with you and your work?
1: Oh, okay. I, I mean I said a lot of you. you just find me on Instagram <laughs> at Victor so Over. It's so yeah. Okay. That's all. Yes, yeah,
0: that's all Instagram. <laughs> Okay, so you can find me on yeah. Instagram. You will say that uh, you can listen to my podcast album.
1: Oh, yeah. You know what? Just send me a DM on Instagram. I'll send it to my podcast album.
0: That is yeah. really going to bless you. So I'd recommend you do that. Yeah. All right, yeah. then. Thank you so much again. And I look forward to doing Thank this. You to soon. Thank soon. you, to me, all right, so then.
1: Much strength that you begin to hate that activity. Yes. I tell you. right? Okay.
0: So, real quick, I want to pause here and do a recap. So the first thing that someone struggling with this can do is to go and with someone who has overcome this problem. First of all, there's no point going to read your sister or or your auntie or anything. And they might just, you know, probably scold you or turn it into something else you need to find yeah. someone who can actually help you who has the empathy for that and thankfully and these days there are more and work. more people coming out with their stories on this and then secondly yeah. the boundaries so to make it very practical yeah. for me i had to delete this app where i used to read books i had to delete it i had to get rid of certain music i had to stop watching movies like for quite mm. a while don't mm. so i being alone even because then your mind will just start going places my gosh so um you have your own personal story whoever it is that's listening to this you know what you need to put aside i mean you need to kill it you can't be friendly with it anymore you need to just kill it cut it off straight away
1: yeah and then yeah so the two last things that i'd like to talk about is the first one i'd like to talk about is the word So it's it's funny how it's funny how people who have a very strong relationship with the devil um (laughs) sort of understand the power of words more than more than a lot of believers. I tell you. So I mean there are stakeholders of the devil's ministry, like like the the (laughs) Haberley I no, they are stakeholders. They are just a dimension of the devil himself. (laughs) You know? Um, just like you have said, it is a, a very handful. percent of media is a very powerful stakeholder to the devil's ministry, mm. whether we are doing it or not. Right, so they are very outlets where the devil has all of his shops. Mm. And if you, if you, if you look very closely, you will see how these people weave words.
2: Mm. They,
1: they weave words to. So I'll give an example. The other day I ran, so I run a, le- a newsletter. Yeah, every Monday yeah. by ninety. Yeah and i titled this funny newsletter finding your g-spot okay. and guess what yeah. everybody was like wow they want to read it they, they want to read it. they don't want to know what oba wrote they want to
0: read. oh my god and
1: i realized that it was just because of the title and yeah. again because yeah. they know that no oba has sense. oba cannot be saying <laughs> yet they have to read so it made me realize that you know there are there are very powerful analogies. There are very powerful words that you can make use of, and for life to continue to ring in the hearts of people, right?
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. So when I mean the word, I say the word of God. Of course. So one one thing about the word of God is the word of God is something that you can store
2: mm. in your spirit,
1: and it lives in your spirit. Yes. So that the day when there is a problem for it, it comes. The world will be stirred up. Yeah. I think the scripture that makes this, you know, easier is, um, say Isaiah fifty-nine nineteen, Okay. it says that okay. when the um, um, me to oh, me, me like when the when yeah when the flood comes against you.